everyone my name is yashna and i'm kalpana welcome to the worth of our opinion podcast we are indian postgrads in psychology one among those that actually can't read your mind we share our experiences and conflicts of the world the other and the self now our content is not limited to the field that we're studying we value listening with the intention to understand and on this podcast we share perspectives in a real meaningful and simple way but before we begin a little disclaimer We are going to be talking about so many topics on this podcast and when we're talking about them when we're in that zone of flow we may not be aware of the generalizations we may be making at that moment we believe that there are exceptions that exist for everything and we would like to take full responsibility for all that we share and speak about All right everyone welcome back to another episode Um we I don't know we've posted a couple of episodes <laughs> so far and I think what is Yashna doing right now? Oh she's turning off the AC. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the AC always makes the like you know the sound. I think I think you probably would have heard it during the not so great peeps episode. But I mean finally she's turning it off. Anyway, <laughs> we've posted a couple of episodes over the past and I think this would be our 7th or 8th episode roughly. Yeah. Well, whatever episode you are, I mean this is like we're just trying to um have a really unfiltered and impromptu kind of conversation with each other today, I think. And well, um I'm honestly looking forward to just chilling and and just relaxing and just having a great conversation with Yashna, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> So yeah. I mean, what did you do today? Literally woke up and you asked me to re- record the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yashna wakes up at like in the around the afternoon. I normally I feel I get paranoid when I woke wake up that late. I don't know why. Yashna and I had this conversation like I think a week ago when um I was just talking about how like addicted to my phone I was. And so I was off Instagram for like 2 to 3 months um in the past and I got back on when we um released our first episode. Yay! But after that, after that, like I don't know, the the whole, you know, I got I got back to the same behavior. Like I would be on Instagram all the time when I didn't have anything else to do or I'd be on YouTube and it's not like I found anything even interesting in those apps. It's just that okay, it's just trying to fill an empty void that I don't know what it's trying to fill and you know, it's just it's not substantiating enough. I'm watching Okay, five times when Zendaya bat, uh fought back her haters and I'm like, "Why do I need that? Like how what what am I going to do with that information?" But I would still go on it. It got so bad, and then I finally realized that, you know, was sleeping late for me, and I would like you know, YouTube and Instagram would be the first things I'd do when I wake up in the morning, and and before I go to bed, those would be the last things I do. It's just it's just been crazy and I am Where did I start talking about this though? Oh yeah, waking up early. Essentially, I realized that for me, when I wake up early, when I don't wake up early, I start getting super stressed out and my entire day is thrown out of proportion. Anyway, Yashna and I are going to be asking each other a couple of questions that we came across. I mean, that we came across and it seemed really interesting and we thought in this episode, you know, you could get to know a little bit more about us and and who we are, you know, because like it's been a couple of episodes we didn't really talk about it. All you know is that we're two psych majors, but and we're doing our postgrads and our names are Kalpana and Yashna and we live in India, but that's about it. So, just to give a little bit of an introduction about who I am, I um I'm currently doing 
doing my master's in health psychology in in um, this really great university, and I live. <laughs> Way to not name the university. Well, I don't know, bro. Like it's so easy. I don't know. It's not like I'm worthy enough to have stalkers, but you know, in case. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so yeah, in this cool, cool university, it's great. It's big. It's huge, and it's filled with a lush greenery. But yeah, so that's that's what I am. My mother tongue is Telugu. So I I finished my bachelor's in psychology with Yashna. We both met in college, in a really great college too, with a really mm. great canteen, <laughs> <laughs> with amazing momos and momo chutney. I know amazing momos, even though they were um. Frozen? They were pre-made momos, but I don't know why they tasted so good. <laughs> anyway, so that was a great college, and um, th- I moved out of of that city. I'm still in that city, <laughs> and I'm doing my masters right now. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, in a really great city. <laughs> everyone um, knows that we're. Oh no! Everyone knows that we're in India. They don't know. Yeah, where we, in yeah, India. yeah. They don't know where in India because yeah. we're stealth. Let's, we're stealth. Let's keep the suspense. Yeah, <laughs> very suspense. <laughs> so anyway, you just let the cat out of the bag by saying very suspense. Okay, no, never mind. No, psh, psh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, I also like singing a lot. Singing is my hobby, but like whatever. I mean, I I don't I don't think people find anything interesting about talking about our hobbies. You know. You know, I just realized that we have to talk about ourselves. Like I have to introduce. who i am and tell about myself i just yeah. realized that i just thought we'll go straight to the question i mean like what's the i don't know i just thought you know yeah. that just came on the floor yeah. no it makes sense <laughs> i didn't think of that but it makes sense yeah um well then what else about me wow, is interesting okay. enough for people i don't even know to like and i'm not even a celebrity okay <laughs> so <laughs> no one cares about what i had oh, for breakfast how to get the accent Oh, how did I get the accent? Um, I I got I I basically I was born in a nice city. Oh, wait, I can I can reveal that <laughs> I was born in Sikandarabad, okay, <laughs> which is a nice city. And after that, I moved to America when I was six months old, and my mom had had no endurance to carry my chubby self. I was a really chubby baby. Yashna has seen pictures of me. Even my friends have. I mean, if you're probably listening to this, you probably know. I was a big baby and my mom almost cried and had a mental breakdown in the airport on our way to the US. So we went to LA. Um my dad had a job there and uh, my my parents got married and then they were they just stayed. I mean my mom and I stayed here in India. And then when I was six months, I went to California. I mean, I I mean, I wouldn't even count that as moving there because I just stayed there for like a year. And then I went to Georgia, which is down south, and it's right above Florida. Um, and I lived in a city called Atlanta there, and I stayed there for I think around ten years. And when I was ten years old, I moved back to India in a really great city, and I I took sixth grade from here, and I it was a really really I mean I loved moving back to India. I thought it was a really great change and i guess you probably know why if you listen to our second episode so if you haven't you probably should go check that out um <laughs> so then nice plug i know yeah just got it um so throughout my school life i was here and i think the accent kind of stuck with me but in mm-hmm. school you know like people would look at me really weird and stuff and I was, and then they'd pretend like they didn't understand me but i'm like hey i know you watch american movies okay don't pretend like you don't understand what i'm saying so And this is only to some people obviously. So I kind of yeah. 
faked an Indian accent. I mean, that faking an Indian accent lasted for about like five years, so I wouldn't say faking. It just became an integral part of me. So I would speak to my parents and the friends I knew from the US and the American accent and people in school and the uh, Indian accent. And you know shit goes down when someone from school and someone you know from the US, are you're talking to them at the same time. And so now you don't know what accent to speak in. So it was this weird <laughs> little thing that my now my sister talks in. You know, she's like, hi, do you uh-huh. want some water? so it's kind of a middle of the indian and the american accent it was it was it was crazy Mm -hmm. however just coming to the conclusion um (laughs) after (laughs) after i left school i was like listen if people can't love me for who i am well they're not worth it being in my life so then i just i just like you know i just started speaking the american accent as normal Mm -hmm. and i think it's not as american as as other american people like mm-hmm. who haven't lived in India for the past 10 years, but yeah. it's still there. Um, and I think it was a quite a bit for people back in school to adjust to, but also not a lot because I didn't talk to a lot of people after school. So <laughs> yeah, that's my story of the accent. Thank you so much for asking, bro. <laughs> All right, now you, you go ahead. You tell um, our listeners, and you always keep calling them readers for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so used to calling them readers. Okay, huh? Yashna is a really great. Bo- oh damn! I don't know what we're supposed to be saying, but <laughs> <laughs> she's a really nice no. person. <laughs> Go ahead, tell the listeners something about you. I'm Yashna. So- <laughs> oh wow! We don't know. <laughs> See, I wasn't expecting this, and I'm not prepared to reveal who I am, where I am. But um, I was born in a great city. I've lived my entire life in this great city and I'm still in that great city. So I don't want to reveal that great city's name. Yes. I am also doing my postgrad. That's literally what I started with. (laughs) Postgrad in clinical psychology. Oh, but not the same university. Oh yeah, not the same university (laughs) because we live in two different brilliant cities and we live in, we go to two different brilliant, beautiful, lovely universities. So, but not lovely people love. university. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, there's a university <laughs> like that, right? Okay. So, um, um, I am a blogger. I have a five, I think five and a half year old blog right now. Uh, that's the Realistic Vignor uh, blog. And mm. I love playing games. I love calligraphy. And I love trying new things. So we had a couple of questions that we thought could spark some dialogue because Yasha and I really wanted to go in depth, like give you more about who we really are and what we think and what we see and how we see the world. And we have a couple of questions. I mean, I don't know if that's going to encompass everything that, you know, you might expect, but we'll see. I don't know. We may have a couple of these more spaced, spaced out in the future, but yeah, I want to start with one question to ask you. Okay, Yashna, what in life, right? I'm trying to sound all deep here. Anyway, oh gosh. All right, Yashna, what in life is beautiful to you? And where do you find inspiration? Okay, this might be a very, very cliche answer, but I find everything in life extremely beautiful. And um, it can be as simple Mm. as staring at Mm. a tree. I'm not a jaywalker, but like... (laughs) But like anything which is related to nature is beautiful. Any relationship that is Mm. deep and meaningful is beautiful. 
I don't know. It's there's not one thing that I could pinpoint and say, "Chee, that mm. looks disgusting and that's not beautiful at all." And I find inspiration in in ways I can't even express. I can't mm. even say where I find those, you know, find in, inspiration because it's everywhere literally. I mm. have a, you know, conversation with you and I'm inspired. I have a conversation with anyone, I'm inspired because I look at life and I always yeah. try to, you know, find something and I'm seeking inspiration like even even mm. the way my room looks that matters to me because if the room is kept in that particular order i find it extremely beautiful and i find inspiration through that and that's why it's important for me to mm. be organized and clean and people say i have ocd but i don't have ocd it's just that i have you know this this compulsion this need to you know be organized and and neither should you ever tell someone that they have ocd unless you're a psychiatrist exactly. or a clinical psychologist yeah exactly <laughs> i find inspiration literally through everything yeah. i i look at life that way i look at things that way i look at people that way and that's mm, something mm. that i wish everyone you know tries to inculcate because you don't know where you can find inspiration from you will you'll be surprised where you can find inspiration from mm. what about you kalpana so like i also get that I get that like you know it's a lot in in perception yeah. as well like it only like it lies in perception you know one thing lily singh always says is that if you want to look for blue cars you are going to find many blue cars on the street yes. but if you want to find red cars you are going to only you're going your mind is going to be more susceptible to those colors and so and you are um, like making it very small you're you're constricting yourself to those mm. particular things that you want want to find say for example i am a person who likes um mountains unless i find a mountain i'm not going to be satisfied with it like until i find a mountain i'm going to seek that mountain and the, i'm going to you know forego all the other beautiful things that you know nature is giving us in terms of nature i'm talking about so one specific thing say you like coconut trees and you're going to forego all the other trees mm. i feel like it's right like you said you know you shouldn't you shouldn't constrict yourself to some one particular thing like a red car or blue car it's about broadening your perspective mm, yeah. i agree yeah so for me what in life is beautiful um like yashna said a little bit of everything has elements of beauty in it i think every everything has elements of beauty for me what i find touches my heart even like much more quicker than other things is vulnerability and human vulnerability mm. like when i mm. you know in in times of conflict you know and when you're able to see past so much of anger so much of hate so much of alienating language right to another person and to ourselves myself what i find beautiful in life is essentially the capability that humans have to genuinely love each other and and love i mean not just be kind and respectful i mean a deeper kind of love that i can't put to words what i find beautiful I don't know how this is going to sound, but what I find beautiful is the fact that we don't acknowledge how much we need people as much as we should around us, human connections, society, community, you know, and the rates of loneliness is just loneliness has become a pandemic just like covid has. The only thing is loneliness has been around for long. What I find beautiful is in the fact that we need people. I don't know how that sounds though. <laughs> Another okay instead of inspiration I don't really know what to answer for my inspiration but there's a second thing I would like to talk about which I think is beautiful in life 
is this is how a lot of us are pretty common than we think like a lot of us have that the fact that we all come from the same place but our different experiences draw us away from people i think the concept of oneness with everyone is something that i find very right. beautiful in life i don't know where this took i think i don't know i didn't know how to interpret because like i mean yashna and i tried not to prepare too much even though we knew the questions because we wanted it to be like a little i literally had an hour I didn't even have time to prepare. Yeah, so I so we're just trying to, you know, navigate around how we think. But again, the answers that come out right now are the most rawest for us. Yeah. Most raw for yeah. us. So, um Yeah. That's my question. I don't know. You go next. I'm going to dial the seriousness down a little bit and I'm going to ask you what's the <laughs> hardest you've ever loved? <laughs> Oh my god. The first thing that I comes just, to your mind. The first thing. The first thing that comes to my mind. <laughs> okay, over the past 2 3 months, um I, listen, I have tailbone pain. Okay? Uh-huh. I fell down. In case you guys don't know, you probably don't know. Yeah. But back in February, I fell on the stairs on my bum really hard because I slipped on some water. So the edge of the staircase it hit my tailbone and zing, you know, yeah. it's like really painful and yeah. it still has is painful and it's getting worse day by day. So, I'm on YouTube. I'm looking for, you know, I've been obsessed with watching chiropractor videos mm-hmm. and <laughs> and I don't know why, I just love watching people getting their backs cracking their joints crack because at least let them have pain relief even if I can't. Let me vicariously right. experience pain relief. So, mm. I don't know if this is actually funny to talk about but for me it was hilarious. I would go and mm. uh, like look at this video of okay, how do you crack your tailbone? You know to bring some kind of pain relief, knowing mm. very well that my pain doesn't come from bone pain, it comes from nerve pain, but still, I was ambitious. So I look up videos and I'm looking and I'm mm. looking and I'm trying to crack the code to crack my tailbone. Whoa, I don't know where that came from. I mm. go down to the comments and literally, literally, so this involves you folding your legs like a pretzel and then just jerking, I mean, it to the side so that you know, you get a kind of crack on the bone different different tactics i can't verbally explain yeah. it and all of the comments at 3:00 in the morning i'm reading it all the comments talk about how they farted when they were doing it i don't know why so that was the hardest i laughed and the last time i laughed this hard was with my friends back in the university here and as well as our mutual friends both yashna and my mutual friends like we laugh like crazy i you know laughing with your yeah. friends is a hits on a level level yeah. what about you yashna um the hardest i've ever laughed is with my mom and i don't know mm, what it is with yeah. with my mom and i and we just the smallest things stick us off and my mom has a very funny <laughs> laugh okay and she starts <laughs> laughing and i start laughing and we can't we can't stop laughing for at least 15 minutes laughs with moms are underrated <laughs> that is so adorable though i mean i can't relate because my mom cracks the world's horriblestestestest jokes and yeah. Yeah. i love at yashna's laugh though because it's very you know trumpety <laughs> yeah yeah nickname trumpet laugh. yeah her nickname is trumpet so that's the hardest i've laughed with my mom anytime like we laugh until like our bellies hurt that's how hard we laugh but yeah <laughs> next question okay now this is a very i don't know why i'm always getting into those questions but <laughs> at what point are we good enough when are we self improved enough to accept ourselves 
I feel like we are good enough when we start. So being good enough, it's not something that happens overnight. I feel like it starts from you looking internally mm. and you understanding where you are, who you are, what you are. And I don't mean it in a very superficial sense. Like something like when you asked me who I am and I was finding it extremely hard to explain who I am. Like I know who I am, but I'm not able to verbalize it. So the knowing who I am is the most important aspect. And I feel like this yeah. path to self-discovery will lead to you understanding that you're good enough. And it starts from you understanding. answering those questions that you don't want to answer about yourself it starts with what you like about yourself what you dislike about yourself and truly being vulnerable with yourself that's when the answers start coming and that's when you realize that even though i am this mm. this and that i have this this and that you need to realize that the pros outweigh the cons yeah with yourself and that's when you start realizing that you are truly good enough and you you start realizing your potential and you start realizing the things that you're good at and you start working on them and if there is something that you're bad at and if that's something that you can work on you start working on that as well that's a gift that you can give yourself truly understanding who you are and that's when like once you understand who you mm. are you realize that you're good enough and i think it starts with that what about you kalpana um okay i think for me when i personally was trying to answer this question and i think that's something that i mean the way i think now has kind of been the way for the past 2 to 3 two months two months not three months i mean that's a, that's a, too far in the past but two months I mean everyone says this I know that okay you're always going to be comparing yourself to other people you're never going to be good enough if you keep comparing you know which is true like no matter what even if you're Jeff Bezos you're probably going to be like but I'm still have more to do <laughs> you're probably going to be that like unless you know because we're constantly looking for external things to fill a void that should only be filled by ourselves if that makes sense yeah, and makes sense. and that like when i sat down with the concept of okay because like, you know i had a lot of insecurity around this and about being good enough being smart enough being this enough being that enough and whatever and what is the definition of good in this concept you know it would be involving it would involve okay my ideals as compared to another person or another thing and i think at what there will never be a point that we're good enough quote unquote good enough because we aren't meant as humans we're not meant to be put under labels as good and bad and inadequate adequate you know and and you know we're not meant to be put into into dualities like all of us are so so different and unique and and integrated in very different ways so something i do now that i think is an is a is a something that's not good enough about me or i'm not good enough at a particular thing another person may find it differently if someone were to say that i talk too much another person would be like no you talk a lot and i love it i love it when you're engaged in the conversation So who we are, right? Like it it it's viewed differently by different people. So in the end, what are we really? You know? So yes. not getting too deep into that, but I think that there's no point that we're ever going to be good enough if we put ourselves into these dualities of okay, good, right, good or right and then wrong and then not so great, whatever. Like so for me, I'm still working on this, but I I just stopped saying, okay, you know, there was this activity that Yashna and I were, I mean, this this program that Yashna and I were a part of and you know there was this one question that the facilitator asked us okay write all the 
good things about yourself that you love on the on this corner of the paper and I could not like I didn't know what to write because I'm like okay but how do I know that in a sense why am I putting these qualities is as a good or a bad kind of thing I don't know how to describe this essentially I was at this place and I'm still at this place where I'm like why do I need to be this enough or that enough why can't I just be does that make sense it makes sense but I have a question when you say that you know you just want to be where is the growth in that there is growth that happens quite naturally and and you can tell okay I want to do this I want to achieve this I'm more drawn to this career field or I'm more drawn to that so you're saying that you grow from your goals and you don't grow from putting your qualities as good or bad is that is that am I right yeah yes okay. yes 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 I, that's exactly what I'm saying also d- I think that you know developing the sense of attached detachment with your life does that make sense right. because there's some things in my life that matter much 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 more than my career like much more so and in and, and, and right. this is like just this is just because you know we're talking about you and me right and we're sharing who we are yeah. for me spirituality yeah. is always been the core for the past i mean it's been a recent journey but now it's it's that it's a defining yeah it's more it's more defined and for me spirituality and and just the whole concept of identity and who we think we are what we are the concept of ego are things that i've been just juggling around with how do we really know who we are so that's something i'm juggling around with and that's why i think for me everything anything i'm drawn to i look into it i'm like okay is this something that'll interest me and i i I mean i pursue the goals i want in my life but to label myself saying that these are my weaknesses these are my strengths these are what I'm good at this is what I'm not good Mm -hmm. at you know I shifted it from saying okay this is what I'm more comfortable with this is what I'm not too comfortable with and after that like I noticed I stopped restricting my labels and and now before it used to be there that okay I'm not this Mm -hmm. enough I'm not that enough and still insecurities do come up um but I, I I I just can't answer that, you know, how do, what are my strengths? What am I good at? And, and what are my weaknesses? What do I love the most about myself? I don't know what I love about myself. I just, I do, does this make sense? Do, Do you get the tone of what I'm saying? I don't know what I love about myself. I just am. Does that make sense? It's very, I don't know, like, it's, it's, I'm not, I'm not even trying to sound pseudo-philosophical or anything. I don't, I can't, if I don't know what's in my heart, I can't say it. So whatever I'm saying right now is just coming from a really, really deep place. You so, know, yeah. funnily, my my next question was, what do you love about yourself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. Do you want to try answering that? Yeah. I don't know. Like, see, and I'm not saying this in the context of I hate hmm. myself and I don't see anything beautiful about myself. Like, I just don't, like, I could tell you what I'm comfortable hmm. with. Okay. Building off of my previous answer, what I feel comfortable with, what I feel confident about doing. Okay, yeah, that's that's something I could talk about. Yeah. Mm, okay, what I'm comfortable with and what I'm confident about. I'm confident with groups, handling groups, and, and, and I think I'm really comfortable talking hmm. a lot. I really enjoy conversation. And I mean, everyone says that I love listening to people. I just love being quiet. And, you know, I've seen hmm. so many people do that. And and I, when I actually sit down with them and I talk, I don't really feel the same way. So I'm not going to say any of that. But I feel comfortable talking. And I really, really find so much of happiness just talking to people. And I meant, this is in line with my previous question. I love singing. You know, I think 
think that brings me so much of inner peace. It keeps me really connected to who I am and what I'm capable of doing. I, I love meditating. I think, you know, that is something that fills my soul, <laughs> literally. Um, specifically heartfulness. Heartfulness has been such a an amazing part of my life. And that plays a very huge role in your life. It is. It plays a very huge role in my life. That and nonviolent communication, both of them come from the same thing. Giving from the heart, speaking from the heart. And, and love, compassion, as well as unity. So if you're talking about internal unity, we're talking about unity between your soul and yourself and everything about you, as well as external unity, unity with other people. So that is something that NVC and Heartfulness both covers. For me, these are the most... One thing I love about my life is that I'm involved in these two things. And that these two play a huge role in mm. my life. And if there's anything you should know about me, these are the biggest two um, driving forces behind anything I do in my life. <laughs> Digressed a little bit, but now here we are. <laughs> Thanks for sticking by for that, Yashna, as well as our listeners. <laughs> what do you think? The, the the thing that I thought of when, when this question popped up, you know, what do you love about yourself? I've had... Personally, I've had I've been lucky with the people that I've been surrounded with, especially my family. All of us have a growth mindset, and I've, I've been a person who's always had that in me, irrespective of the environment that my family, you know, brought me up in. I've struggled extremely internally, and uh, I've always been that person who spent her whole life hating on things. And you know, when like a few weeks back, I'd asked this mm. question on my Instagram, and I put up a story saying what do you think is easier loving someone or hating someone mm. a few of them said love is easier a few of them said hate is easier for me personally I think hating is easier because I've spent my entire life you know hating on things hating on people hating everything about myself you know like there are a few things that have happened to me and they're like those life defining moments mm. and I haven't handled them well all the anger that I had just got you know turned internally uh, I'm finally at a place where I can say that mm. I don't hate myself anymore with regards to where I am now I can say that I love that I'm capable. I love that I can work on things that I love. I love that I can be around people who are extremely, you know, enriching and who have that growth mindset that I've been brought up in. You know, where I am now, I love that I can try to understand where they're mm. coming from. Whoever it is, like, you know, if they they have different views than me or if they have different opinions, then I can still see I can take a step back and I can see where they're coming from. And and th- was this quite difficult in the past? It was, yeah, it was extremely difficult. Mm, and yeah, uh, yeah. I love my attitude towards the world right yeah. now. I love that I have values. Mm. No matter how div- how difficult of a position I'm put in, I have certain personal values that I have for myself. I hope and I'm trusting myself to stick with it no matter what. Those are the things that I think about mm. like when I tried answering this question because this was the first question that spoke to me when you said let's let's do a question about who we are and what we are. Like you said, it is quite difficult to answer this question because there are ways you can look at this. You can either look <laughs> at this as a you showing off your skills, you you know putting out what you're good at or what. Yeah. Like I'm here, I'm I'm so this, I'm so uh, whatever, and you aren't. You know, I can see how, yeah. And like I get that it's only if a person has you know heard my whole story right from my childhood to now they'll understand how I was, where I was, and where. 
where I am now. And they can understand the growth that I'm talking about right now. And yeah. not trying to say that I'm self-actualized. Oh, oh but yeah. But <laughs> like, with all that I've gone through, where I am right now, I love that about myself. Mm. I think, I think I, I feel, I, I mean, I, I resonate with what you're saying because a lot of my life, it was quite the opposite. I would just, I would just right. talk like I knew myself so much and I knew every single thing about me. And honestly, I didn't. And, and so slowly who I define myself as is, has evolved and it's been a journey. It's not just me out here being inauthentic about what I feel about myself and what I think when I think about the question, what do you love about yourself? What, what do you, you know? So it's not me just trying to put up something I'm not like, this is me being who I really intend to be right now, what I'm drawn to being. I I mean, I guess that, you know, from this level, it, it seems pretty hard to trust that people will get where we're coming from, but also it's okay. So it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And right now, as I speak, whatever I spoke over the past couple of minutes, I feel very fulfilled in my heart and I feel very at peace that you know everything I put out it was I mean that's okay I think that's all that matters for the both of us that we're authentic and true only the people we know know our stories and I'd also like to add that you say that only people who know our story will understand what we're talking about it's quite the contrary because I've had a blog which is five years old right now I think and the conversations that I have over there Kalpana mm. I cannot I, I've never met them in person they don't know who I am and now people will know that you know realistic beginner is Yashna and mm. when I started off and until like I think until September no not knowing who I am, not knowing where I am, not knowing how old I am, people spoke to me and people commented on my blogs. They understood that I'm a young person and I'm trying to find my way in life. But I feel like if you truly listen to who we are and what we're trying to say right now, I feel like regardless of whether you understand what I've gone through or what you've gone through, they will understand what we're talking about because everyone is on on the path of, you know, self-discovery. Everyone is trying to be better. Everyone is trying to Mm. do things. Everyone's trying to be a better person. Everyone's trying to be positive. But like everyone is on that path of, you know, being better. There are contradictory ways of doing that and there are uh, different methods of, you know, reaching that destination. But I feel like the path that we've all chosen leads to one destination is to be better it's to connect with people is to find love is to you know yes including the monetary aspect you know it's about being more financially stable it's all it's about fulfilling your goals so i feel like even though they don't know who we are or what our story is i feel like they'll still be able to relate to what we're saying Mm. when you said the word um connect that really resonated with me because i think like like you said everyone is looking just to connect with yeah. anything that they find either with themselves you know and the kind of pain that's in the world right now and just just to want to feel alive yes that kind of brings yeah. me to um the last question are we alive or are we dead i am a little optimistic so I'm gonna say that we're living and you know when it comes to the little things that's why I I don't restrict myself when it comes to dieting or when Mm. it comes to eating habits or when it comes to not doing Mm. the things you don't want to because like I made a joke about it when I I don't know if we're gonna keep that part but I made a joke about it in fight with fat and I said you know if we don't eat the things we love what are we living for (laughs) and you know I feel like you know you should you should do 
things that you like obviously not you know not things that are going to harm you but if i think that's how i look at life and that's how i you know live and i feel like anything i'm doing i wouldn't have it any other way because mm. that's ex- i'm doing exactly what i want to do i feel like we're definitely mm. living and we're not dying and the minute you have that dying you know perspective in your head you've stopped living you want i i feel like people are not going to experience the beauty of life once you start looking at death and i'm not saying don't be afraid of death i'm saying embrace death like yes that's the destination that all of us are going towards there's no soul on earth that's avoided death but i feel like embrace it you know except that yes we are all going to die one day and you know very deep philosophical way but like you should think about am i living the way i you mm. know want to live and that's how you should make life decisions yeah <laughs> i feel like we're definitely living and not dying what do you think i think the moment we disconnect from ourselves we start dying and i say this with with knowing a couple of people in my life and when there's no nothing that brings you any joy to yourself when you don't feel like i mean i'm 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 happy with my day i mean when i honestly there are days where i felt like this as well when you don't feel like okay i'm 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 one with my body i'm one with who i am i lo- i appreciate who i am and i'm whole as i am a lot of people just deny themselves so many emotions and so many experiences and the fact of truly connecting to themselves and who they are where they come from and what they want in their life the moment we don't connect to what who we are i think that's when we start dying because we're just we, then we just we're just placing ourselves amongst every other single thing on the earth but the the amount of personal meaning and personal attachment and purpose that we attach to our life when that isn't there i think we start dying and but up until then i think i think i'm living i think somewhere in the middle I I still don't know. Okay. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle between living and dying. Um mm. but but um more more on the living side for me. Right. So you think it's a continuum? Yeah, I think it's a continuum. I'd also like to add and where this is the last thing that we'll be saying mm. before we end the podcast. I'd like to say that we spoke a lot about self discovery we we spoke about you know internalizing and truly getting in touch with your emotions and your feelings and all of that it's extremely difficult to do that and it's one among the hardest things that i personally had to do when I, when we spoke in this episode and when we're talking about you know the journey to self discovery and you know getting in touch with yourself and your emotions and your feelings i understand i don't want to say and i don't want to sound um, that i understand how you're feeling but i understand how difficult the path to self discovery is and it's very very easy to live in denial denial is extremely powerful and it's extremely blinding blinding i feel like it's a lot easier to live in denial it's a lot easier to not uh, get in touch with our emotions be vulnerable with yeah. yourself it's very easy to do that i for one can understand how difficult it can get so when i when when kalpana and i are saying this to reduce the problem yeah we don't mean to minimize the problem or you know reduce the problem that you're going through or the issue that you're dealing with we're saying take it slow it's all about the the initial phase it's about trying to understand what you're feeling 
it starts with trying and i'm not saying it's going to happen overnight or it's going to happen in one in in one day it still hasn't happened for me just saying like it's still a process for me i'm yeah. not i'm nowhere right now yeah. <laughs> and uh it's not going to be even one month it's going to be a a journey that's going to be at least for me it was more than 4 5 years it took me 4 or yeah. 5 years to you know truly get in touch with myself and those 4 years i kept trying and there were incidents where i gave up and i went right back to denial and mm. so i feel like we should say this at the end and say that we're not trying to minimize or we're not trying to shrink your problem or what you're going through it's just about learning to connect with this that's where i'd like to uh, end this podcast yeah no i just love how just to conclude i love how we went from hey let's talk about us and yeah. then we spoke about a different topic altogether and nevertheless i feel very um as i mentioned before as always and i still feel this way i feel very content with today's episode yeah and that's that's mostly it thank you all for joining us today We would love to hear your thoughts and opinions on today's episode. And since we're also new at this, we welcome feedback and constructive criticism. Please feel free to email us at theworthofouropinion@gmail.com. And since Yashna always tells me to spell it out, it's T H E W O R T H O F O U R O P I N I O N at gmail.com. If you have any questions or ideas that you would like us to answer or cover in the next episode, or if you have book recommendations that you would love for us to check out, do send us an email about that as well. We post podcasts on the 10th, 20th, and 30th of every month, so we'll see you then. Bye. Bye.